Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everyone. Hello and welcome into the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Davis Maddock, joined by Jacob Sanderson, as always, on a Thursday morning. And, uh, I mean, look, it's a, it's a nice and easy week for us on DraftKings. One of the eight spots that you get just comes preloaded. You get to play $4,600 Zach Moss against the Tennessee Titans. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's probably a good way to start. We should probably just start philosophically how we approach these things because some people – We'll just want to fade that guy. They will come into this slate and they will say their their raison d'etre is to just not play the guy who is going to be on 70% of rosters. I, I would go the other way. I would say we've already had a slate this year where Raheem Moss was or uh, Raheem Mostert was 55% owned in the millionaire maker and ended up on the winning team in every contest. I I am not fighting the Zach Moss situation. I, I will be embracing the Zach Moss situation. Uh, I too will be embracing the Zach Moss situation. 46 like you can, can quibble about matchup, about about you know an efficient game. What if he just he just ends up 12 or 14 or whatever or whatever? What it is it's like the nature of the running back position each position each week. There aren't usually that many massive separators. So just playing an, another running back who's a thousand dollars thousand dollars more who beats him by two isn't helping, right? And you're just inviting he's inviting even a lower pure lineup. In order to actually make the Zach Moss thing, like you either like you either need one of those C five to sixty five hundred dollar running back backs to go or in the mid twenty mid twenties on top of that kind of having that like that like lend floor based outcome. Or you just need to flip the build entirely and find a way to get find a way to get two thirty spots in um, you know, one of which probably ends up being Christian McCaffrey, who himself himself is going to be extreme. So I'm seeing Zach Moss projected close to 80%, 80% owned in small field. And like, that's pretty close to the point, to the point where you're just like, gets injured though, but, but it's like all day there. So I will probably, probably still be playing Zach Moss, uh, most of my line, most of my lines. It just puts an interesting perspective on how you build the rest of your lineup since lineup, since we're effectively playing. DraftKings with one less position this week. Yeah, it is. It is sort of interesting. I think he probably will approach the perspective of like, well, maybe I do just play that he gets injured in this game, you know, that he rolls up on his ankle or whatever. Even honestly, even if he has to spend a quarter in the tent or whatever, you know, right. something like that, because he will be on so many rosters. I actually think probably the best leverage play against him is in the first game, the Los Angeles Chargers at the New England Patriots, 23 team total for the Chargers. That is one of the higher team totals of the week, uh, you know, just because that is the new NFL and that's just how we do things. I, I think Eckler is this like, <laughs> I, I, what I'll say right now is I know Eckler is going to be a favored play 
in the Sims because no one is going to want to play Austin Eckler. I don't really think Keenan will be all that popular. Now, Jalen Guyton, Liam Murphy is, is chomping at the bit to play Jalen Guyton. You yeah. Know, the, he the wants, people, he the wants our, wants our ticket to $1 million to ride on, ride on Jin's not particularly broad, broad shoulders this week. Um, so it's, it's, it's tons are hard, right? Right. Um, you know, when we started doing this pod in this podcast, it was light out. Then it became, became dark in the morning. It became light again, light again, actually, due to daylight savings time. And now it's become dark even with daylight savings time. Time, and that's you know that Jalen Guyton season is upon us. Is when daylight savings time is passed, passed and it's seven a.m. in Vancouver, Vancouver. There's a sun. Yeah, it's uh, it's very dark. Okay, so let's say hypothetically, Demario Douglas does not play. In He's this game, playing. which I think is probably the way it's going to trend, so you will have the option. Plays after the one week concussion, right? So you will have the option of uh, Taekwon Thornton, Devonte Parker, <laughs> or Juju Smith-Schuster. Those will be your choices. Uh, do you or are you interested in playing? I I will say I'm a smidgen interested in Taekwon Thornton. A smidgen, a smidgen interested in Taekwon Thornton. Yeah, I mean, like if. That would be the one because in theory you can get a deep pass. I, I I still think think like my my guess as to how this game goes is like Bailey Zappi play, he plays a little. He's really bad. I think they might even work in Malik Cunningham a little bit. He's just gonna run around. Um, no, I don't need. No, I don't need to build a desire to play a New England Patriot yet. Um, I think if you really want to, you want to, you can play. Ray, his role has has gotten better as, as his play has gotten better, but like. What's reminding really? Seventeen points. The Patriots are going to score one touchdown at maximum in this in this game. Game. So no, I'm not. I'm definitely not playing Juju. Not if my life depended on it. Uh, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I don't know. Hunter, Hunter Henry. Can I play Hunter Hunter Henry? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't encourage it, but you can. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say straight to jail. I just uh, think I'd rather I'd rather do that. One of the receivers. Like if I'm going to play a volume based Patriot play. I'd rather just get get tight end out of the lineup or to not play a single Patriot. Yeah. All right. The next game actually should be good. The Detroit Lions against the New Orleans Saints. Sounds like Shahid for sure is not going to play. Olave is on the borderline. Juwan Johnson actually got banged up and then just kind of gutted it out in that game yeah. last week. So really, this is all to say, you know, the, the 11 minutes we spent talking about A.T. Perry last week was actually not a waste of time because we just, you could just refer back to that conversation this week. Uh, the thing I would be most excited about would be if Lynn Bowden actually ended up being a playable guy in daily fantasy in 2023. If you, if you were unfamiliar yeah. with the legend of Lynn Bowden, just like go look at some of his YouTube stuff. He's unbelievable. And on the Lions side, I actually think this could be like an awesome game. You're, you're correlating Gibbs, and Perry and Taysom. I think Taysom is actually a legit play this week, but Quite I can see this game just going way over, like way over. I'm going to shout out, Robert. do you know why I'm playing AT Perry this Perry this week? The main event. Well, no, I looked up, I looked up his, up his name. I'm going to do the Rich Rebar bit, which is, I was like, I see the, the acronym, acronym. Is this cool? It's like, is it like, just like, I don't, I don't know. Andrew Todd Perry. It's free. It's not. Atorian Perry. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm, that's absolutely, absolutely good. So shout out to Reeves. Uh, we'll put AT, we'll put, we'll put Atorian Perry this week. Yeah. 
Uh, you could you can call him you can call him all touches Perry if you want. Oh, nice! It's oh, nice! All, all touch. That was that was for KD yesterday uh, on the Swolecast. <laughs> so I'm I'm in. Um, I think Perry Bowden, Goff with Gibbs. I mean, you don't have to play the quarterbacks in this game. You could play, uh, you know, Kyler and then play Gibbs and Perry, like whatever. But th- this game, at least one of my single entry teams. We'll have multiple players from this game, and and honestly, all my lineups might have one player from this game. If the if the Saints coaching staff says before the game, Lynn Bowden is starting on offense. I mean, I will just I'm just not going to be able to help myself. You cannot, you cannot miss you can't miss opportunity, right? No. Like that's like that's that gives you the feeling of preseason season DFS, feeling of XFL DFS on an NFL main slate. Yeah, it just uh, uh, like I and I'm not even being sarcastic. Like Bowden. Because I'm assuming Perry will be the one that gets owned. I'm assuming Perry sure. will be the one that projects a little bit better. So not only it's it's actually a spot where the Sims might even think it's okay to play Lynn Bowden, assuming that they're projected kind of within the same standard deviation of one another. Luckily, our next game, I mean, we are just gonna be able to breeze right through this one. We've got Desmond Ritter versus Tim <laughs> oh. Boyle, the showdown in the Meadowlands. I, I mean, I flagged <laughs> playing at Bijan last week. It worked. I'm not doing it this week because there will not be enough collective plays run in this game for anyone to be. I mean, this might be, this might be the nadir of regular season professional football. This, this, this is, this is really, really just dark, dark shit. Uh, uh, you can play B. John Robinson. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, I know he scored last week, whatever. Brees, no. Dude, every, everything is a thing is a struggle. Guys, like I I, I watched almost all of that game. Um and and I Brees Hall like hundred percent exposure in my high stakes stuff. And like it, I was like gr- like grateful that he got fantasy points. Like that felt like we were getting blood from a stone to get to 12, 12 fantasy points. Yes, correct. Uh all right. The next game, I just think this one is awesome. Arizona at Pittsburgh. I I will do not agree that the Steelers should be favored by this much. That the Cardinals should have an 18 point team total. Kyler, you know, he's out there. He's doing his thing. Uh, the thing was not that good against the Los Angeles Rams, but uh, the point the point stands. I still like Kyler stuff. I mean, Kyler is going to be 0.6 percent owned in contest this week with this low of a team total. Also, can't really overlook the fact that the Steelers are, are scoring points now. I mean, they are, they are advancing. 400 yard, yards, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's kind of nuts. I mean, are we playing Jalen Warren? Are we playing Pickens? Are uh, Fryermuth chalk? How are you approaching this game? Um, yeah, that, well, the Fryermuth stuff is particularly interesting. Um, and that he, that he's done nothing all year. And then, and then as this, and as this nap spot, personally, I'm buying it. I mean, first of all, I'm predisposed exposed to like Fryermuth. I've just always been a fan of him as a player. Um, I'm still not seeing the seeing that his ownership is projected now. I would imagine that the hand build bros probably juice that up um, beyond what from projections. But I think it's valid. Like one of the one of the big complaints, big complaints about Matt McClure in the middle of the field. Obviously, Pat Fryermuth is the guy who's going to be running those middle of the field routes. Now you get a different offensive coordinator in there. There they read to the middle of the field. There's your tight end. I think he's playable. Um, um, Pickens is totally playable. <laughs> you can play Deontay Johnson, Johnson if you, you want. It's like, I don't know. Are you ever winning a million dollars with that guy? Um, and and uh, look, 
at present ownership on Jalen Warren than the Najee Harris, Najee Harris thought. And, you know, if they're playing positive game script and they're scoring two touchdowns, like Harris calls the goal line work. Um, I know he's gross. And I know he's Najee Harris. And I know that I'm going to get sued um, for saying this. But I think at like substantially lower ownership, potentially, he's the better play of the two. Wow. You will be hearing from my lawyer for recommending Najee Harris <laughs> on this podcast. I do think like sort of a, uh, I mean, this is probably too far off the board, but like a Kyler, Hollywood Brown, Najee Harris, you know, we've seen, we've seen worse and grosser combinations when I played, dollars. I played, I played Najee was 4,900 against Green Bay. It was, it was like one of my best DFS. I've I played yeah. a lot of, played a lot of Najee Harris that with it. It's, it's not, uh, I mean, I think you're right that the positive game script guy is definitely going to be Najee. I, I, th- 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 I would like to get some Kyler stuff in this week. I also, if Michael Wilson misses again, uh, I will, I will be in attendance for Greg Dorch week part three uh, as he too smalls. Oh, sure. I don't know. You know what, what's uh TJ Watt, scores, Watt. A touchdown, <laughs> scores a touchdown and two smalls TJ Watt. We love, we love Gregory Dorch on this program. All right. The Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Now we already did our Zach Moss bit, but this is something. Sorry, I think please, please introduce, introduce them as the current alt card in the AFC, AFC Indianapolis Colts of the Tennessee Titans. Oh man. It's so brutal. What I, what I find fascinating is that the total uh, capitulation by the field on Zach Moss is going to mean that Pittman Jr., and Josh Downs yeah. will be a little bit less owned than their median projections should suggest. And I also feel like the people are going to be treating Zach Moss as like an independent event, not like a member of the Indianapolis Colts. Right. So <laughs> there's not going to be that much DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I mean, you want you want to talk about Derrick Henry was like the giga chalk last week. Derrick Henry is going to be like, I mean, so unowned this week. Like no one, no yeah. one right now. Uh, let's see here. What is Henry projected for? I see Henry projected for 7.9%. I, I would so take the under on that. I would so take the under on that. Yeah, and this, and this is this is the last week target the Colts run, de- run defense. This is the final Grover Stewart, their nose tackles, uh, performance-enhancing drug suspension, which, which is like completely altered how they operate as a defense from being a pass funnel to just generally bad. Um I agree that all the Titans are great. Are great plays. I, I think it's totally viable. Viable Titans are a pass funnel. If you want to want to play Pittman or Dums and and then Henry, that's probably the way that you you can like talk me into a Zach Moss fade making fade making sense. Probably what I'll do more frequently than that will just be to play Hopkins correlated with with Zach Moss. Hopkins is a phenomenal play. This one will play this. Week. I he at this at this stage of his career is going to do best. As a sack veteran type zone zone beating receiver, uh, the Colts just play like play like Stella cover three constantly with, with Gus Bradley. DeAndre Hopkins already had his best game of the season this season against um, back in the, their matchup in Indianapolis. Um, he's like the exact exact type of receiver that the Colts are built to just get obliterated by. So um, I think he's gonna have a really strong strong week this week. I think him um, um, Zach Mosses. At probably not, probably not that much ownership because, like, he's, he's going to be treated as an as an as an independent event. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely going to play play some of this game, and uh, 
Let, let it be, let it be known. Known. I'm like I've become legitimately emotionally invested in a Gardner Minshew led, led wild birth. Uh, I will be watching this game in full, no red zone, <laughs> exclusively wow. on the TV, jersey on, laundry bro. Let's let, let's go. Like for, laundry for laundry broing in the Gardner Minshew jersey would be would be uh, extra. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. I have a mint jersey. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'll be wearing a tail even though he's not playing. Um, my only two jersey options are John or Jonathan Dale, Taylor, or neither of whom will be playing this week. Okay, so we've not talked very much about quarterback yet, but we are heading to Miami at Washington. Sam Howell, I don't know, he's going to project for about 97 dropbacks yeah. in this game. McLaurin, <laughs> Samuel, Dotson, Logan Thomas. We have the always popular Tyreek Hill. Sounds like A-Chain is probably going to suit up this week feels like he's playing feels feels like like he could have played yeah Yeah. feels like he could have last week um you know we'll see because people forget he actually started that game when he He came back he just immediately got rolled up on now i don't know what they'll do with him this week i don't know if they'll be like jeff wilson jr actually is going to start and you and Mostert are are just gonna you know who knows although i i do feel like they like a chain more than they like Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. But they might just be like, we can't give him that many touches because the dude's made of glass. Like, I mean, they definitely like him possible. more. like him more than they like Jeff Jr. Because two weeks ago, Jeff Wilson Jr. was Jr. was a hell. It's I I guess that I guess that is true. Like I'd kind of forgotten that they made him a scratch, which is kind of wild. And then I don't think that they really are loving Mostert that much because Jeff Wilson was a active two weeks ago to go in the first half of that Jets game it felt like like Jeff Wilson Jr. was going to the backfield yeah so like yeah. like he went from he went actually let's just play him play him in a 50-50 with Mostert from healthy and active and active tells me and and I think this is like I mean I know we had that big touchdown run at the end kind of in garbage kind of in garbage nobody was around after through the line but like Mostert's efficient Mostert's efficient since the beginning of the year it, it, it has declined since then I think that they're. Pro- I think that they're probably at a point where they're. You know what? We've probably put put too many things on the plate of our thirty-one year thirty-one year old this year, and we were planning to. Um, let, let's let's like walk this back back and make sure he's still for the playoffs, and let's get the other guys. The other guys can. You know wh- whether that all goes on HN with these injury concerns. Who knows? Concerns, who knows? But I do tend to think he'll have a good role. But Washington obviously also just a nut matchup, especially especially a nut matchup in the receiving game where they just give it up. Maybe not anymore. They anymore. They they no longer have um, you know the Make America Great Again ambassador Jack Del Rio Del Rio um, on. But I I don't think that they can just change their person personnel overnight. So uh, uh, this is going to be an off rate chan and and the leverage opportunity. Tyreek is always owned. I think he's going to be even more owned than usual. And I think and I think the like Tua's will be even more owned than usual. So I think each chan's in a really fantastic fantastic play. Yeah, you just do Sam Howell. Zach Moss, Devin A. Chan, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. There we go. I mean, you basically like just that's that's your uh, that's your skeleton key, and you just go and ship it, and and you win a million dollars. It's it's that simple. What I what I will say is that if I'm there Sunday morning and I'm using the sim stuff and I'm looking at it and it's giving me a shit ton of howl, I mean, I'm just not even gonna fight it. It's just like Sam Howell. His team got blown out by about 900 on Thanksgiving. They were they they spent the entire fourth quarter just handing the ball off to Chris Rodriguez and waving the white flag. 
He had 20 <laughs> fantasy points in that game. You know, it's just Always like, there. yeah. It, so, so I, I actually do think the Howell, HN, yep. Tyreek, like play volume bet is, is pretty good. Howell had 20 points in a loss to Tommy DeVito at home. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Like he, he can play as he can play as he can play as bad as possible. He's still getting there for every time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm in on that. I I think uh, assuming HN fully cleared, no, uh, you know, rap sheet or Glazer report on Sunday morning saying, oh, they're they're gonna ease him in, you know, right. or he's gonna play behind Darrington Evans or whatever. Like if we get any of that, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll adjust. But I'm gonna treat it the same way I did two weeks ago. When he came back, when he came back, he started that game and he was 14% owned. He would have been the best play of the slate, you know. And he's that, not going to be 14, 14%, like I promise you. No, he's going to be, no, he's no going to be half that at most. Um, I'm very excited, very excited to play. All right. The, the ownership and the total would tell you this is the potential game of the week. The Denver Broncos against the Houston Texans. To be honest, Russ not, back. Really, not really buying it, not really buying the, the resurgent. Russell Wilson yep. not buying Cortland Sutton scoring a touchdown every single week. The Sims, the Sims will definitely love Judy. If Dulcich comes back off the IR this week, the Sims will like him. The Sims will for sure like Javante Williams. I I do wonder if eighty one hundred dollar CJ Stroud, if the people finally get a little bit of sticker Whoa. shock there. Holy shit! I just got the sticker shock. Yeah. Yeah, seventy three hundred dollar <laughs> Tank Dell. I mean, Tank Dell is approaching. I I think he's he's now above like Jalen Waddle's uh, rolling average price for the year. Uh, it's it's the the Texans. They are they are priced all the way up. What are you What are you doing? Well, this them? this might be moot by the time you actually get this on Saturday, depending on practice reports. But but Dalton should not play in the fourth quarter of the game on Sunday. He was yeah. used in a really uh, bizarre play call where he ran like on like a wheel route down the sideline on a fourth fourth down, just missed it. I believe he believe he pulled his hand that play. Did not play to my eyes the rest of the game. Missed practice on Wednesday. He's he's projected down what I'm looking at. My guess is that's wrong. I think he's probably I'm leaning that he's that he's not gonna gonna play. Um in which case twenty five hundred dollar Brevin Jordan and <laughs> um I'm flying <laughs> like yeah, I, me up. Uh, once upon a time, D darling, once upon a time, my 18th, 18th round pick as ball draft. This is like my personal Albert. O. um, when Albert O played the cow Cowboys, but he like rushed out to blame when Noah Fant missed. Um, this is, this is Brevin Jordan is an empire. Um, I'm ready to, to lock him into like le- legitimately him in a main event lineup, like lineup. Like that's how down down a likely Dallas Goddard team team. Uh, so I think that's that's that would be your way of building a very cheap cheap Texan stack is if you can find a way, find a way to get the time through twenty five hundred dollar Brevin Jordan. Uh, in terms of the receivers, like you know, uh, I think we're gonna get, I think we're gonna get the Nico Collins argue what pass retain in um, situation this week, and 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 I think and I think that I am I think that I am worried. Uh, we've oh. you know, we've we've kind of here. Like his his production is pretty up and down, right? He's pretty volatile. Which they're kind of using him when when the match are good. So I think that I am I think that I am actually worried. He, you know, the price difference between him and Dell. Dell's Dell's on the injury. Nico had the better week last week. The ownership ownership discrepancy might be large as it's been in the previous weeks. Week. So I think I think my preference is Dell. Dell 
Pippen. And I mean, I, I mean, I think you can play Singletary. It's an incredible matchup. He had 81% of the snaps last week, like last week, like Damian Pierre pretty dust. Yeah, you definitely, I mean, so you definitely can do that. Um, I, you can definitely play Javante. You can, I would not play Russ. Honestly, I just no. don't think he's got the absolute ceiling to get there. Yeah, I, I, I would not do that. I think Sutton, Judy, uh, I mean, if Tank doesn't play, you definitely can play Robert Woods. Like, you you definitely can. Uh, I, I do. I love the Brevin Jordan call, though. I mean, anytime I can hop on board with someone else's Albert Okui Boonham, I, I would actually <laughs> love to do that. I, I think the Singletary point is a very astute one because he's not going to project that well. You know, like he'll, he'll project okay, but just the fact that Damian Pierce is active is going to stop him from projecting super good. But clearly, Singletary is just, you know, the guy in that backfield. And, and yeah, right now, he is just really not projecting all that strong. I, I think the number one most important injury rollout of the slate is, is Noah Brown playing, is Tank Dell playing, yeah. is Dalton Schultz playing. And if you get a clean sweep, I mean, if Tank, Dalton, and Noah Brown are all out, I mean, that is like Brevin Jordan, Robert Woods, Xavier Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Sure. Yeah. And and I think that's the other question you would have to ask, though, is is Tank being out? Is that actually really shitty for Stroud? Because Tank is kind of like his guy. Tank is like the chain mover, foxhole guy. And if, if Tank is out, does that sort of just systemically mess the whole operation up? I think there's a decent chance it does. I, I actually think there's like a pretty decent chance the Tank being out is like bad for Shroud and the Texans. So just something to noodle oh. on as you're as you're setting your stuff. Full agree. Um, like the yeah. Tank breakout coincided with the the elevate Stroud in our minds from minds from it's a pretty good rookie quarterback to like oh my god my god like this guy's take the Hall of Fame. So, so I, I, I think that he's he's brought their author offense up to a different dimension. Um, and yeah, and yeah, Stroud is not an eighty one hundred dollar player whatever without him. Yeah, that that is definitely true. All right, Carolina, Tampa Bay, um, Rashad White, good play every single week. Mike Evans, yeah. good play every role. single week. Um, I'm not playing any. Like with Zach Moss, you just you don't have to play Chuba Hubbard. You know, you just guys like that just don't even have to enter into your thinking, right? It's just it's just not relevant. Yeah. Are we at the point now? Like now, like I'm 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 looking at Mike Evans, fourteen hundred dollars more than Chris Godwin, and and like ten times the ownership. Are we just at the point now where the projections have just accepted? Like like they've thrown out the previous history. They're, they've now just they're now living in twenty twenty three, and it's like. It's it's Joe Godwin. Is there any hope? I'm I'm appealing to you as as like as as an ambassador for Godfrey's. Like is this? Yeah, I'm a Godwin. I'm a Godwin slappy. The the thing is, is I'm a Godwin slappy. But even I'm just like, what's the point? I mean, truly, like, what is the point? Like, it's like the whole thesis. Well, the the whole thesis of Godwin this year specifically was like, oh, Baker is going to struggle making these deep throws outside the hashes that Evan succeeds on. He's just going to feed Godwin, and that has not been the case in any way, shape, or form. Like, Baker has been mostly fine. Baker, the entire red zone offense is built out of Mike Evans' targets. Like, he he gets every red zone opportunity. And, uh, you know, I mean, Chris Godwin is one of these guys who has been so propped up 
by the dynasty bro community. Like they just love him that it's hard to like objectively think about what he has produced in the NFL. And yeah, I just, um, not like I will play Rashad white this week. And that's probably the only player from this game that I'm interested in. I I'm really the only non chalk thing I think I will be doing this week is playing some Arizona players and playing a Chan because the chalk this week is just good. Like the chalk everywhere is just like extremely good plays. Uh, I agree on all counts. Um, you're not playing as are you? Uh, we, have, we have to Jonathan Mingo um side sideline fairness. What the fuck? Yeah, uh Jonathan Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, uh if you could get a 2026 third round pick for him in your uh your dynasty league of choice, I would snap accept that trade. I don't think it's gonna be happening for Jonathan Mingo. Or been more Jover than that at like like what on earth on earth? Incredible. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I would argue things have been more Jover. Uh, the first being, uh, Jonathan Mingo has a hundred more receiving yards than Quentin Johnston. Um, <laughs> I, 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 here, I will, I will give you the ultimate Jovering. I mean, one, we did just talk about the chargers playing this awful defense and we, we talked about Jalen Guyton and didn't mention <laughs> Quentin Johnston's name. Uh, Quentin Johnston has 180 receiving yards this year. Deron Bland has 207 interception return yards this year. So that's where we are at with, uh, that's where we're at with old, with old QJ. All right. The definitely the most fun game of the week. Hard to tell how much this is going to be fun for fantasy, but the San Francisco 49ers traveling to play against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, again, it's early. Ownership is going to take a while to get to a good spot. This looks like the lowest ownership Jalen Hurts is going to have in a game in the regular season this year. Uh, If that is the case, I will maybe just play every tournament team with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, sometimes do it naked and sometimes not, but that's my current lean. I'm not, frankly, that afraid of the 49ers defense. Defense. Um, They were pretty middle of the pack before the bye week. They They have been great since. All because of Chung, like is that fu- that fundamentally changed everything about their defense? Maybe. I, I mean, I think that they've they've been been fortunate where the really strong pass rush. I still am not super sold on their secondary secondary being more than average, and they've had some really massive spots against against like Jacksonville where their weaknesses their weaknesses the line Seattle where their weakness is the offensive offensive line. Phillies is not the offensive line. Offensive line, like I believe, will be able to buck against Bosa and Young and give Hurts time. Time against a Surrey that is fine, but I don't think that it's game breaking. Um, I'm not that defense. I, I Philly will benefit from being pushed, and I think each game kind of starts as a defensive. This is a defensive. Time. I saw this with the Philly Buffalo game, where where like it didn't look like it was going to be in the first half, and and really really got there in the second half. Second half. Um, if you kind of foresee a, foresee a simulation where as these teams start to push each other, the offense just start to win out over the defenses is, um, so you have to pass the route. You're not going to be able to run on San Francisco at all. And we've seen, we've seen with Philly, like they went into the matchup, right? Right. Italy foresee a scenario in this game where DeAndre's like seven carries and Jalen Hurt has, you know, eight scram- scrambles or whatever, and two pass attempts. And they're just like, and they're just like, we're game. Um, through the air, if the run game is not going to speed, so I, I, I'm quite into playing hurt stacks, especially when if 
I mean, Dallas Goddard's like, it's like, he's legitimately cool for this game. But either way, like, if he's either rushing back from an injury or out, all the targets funnel around AJ Brown, AJ Brown Smith. Um, I would definitely want to play her single stack and stack. And if you could even consider double stack to small fields. Um, and you can play the Purdy side, of course. Side, of course, that's but I'm I'm interested in the Hertz side based on the ownership. Hertz and Debo. I mean, that's to me. That's yeah. what you do. I I think you I think you just play Hertz for the triple push push equity, or that AJ Brown gets 18 points and Julio Jones catches a touchdown and then Jalen Hurts runs to win. I mean, I think that's the right way to play it. I just think I I mean, I guess this week with the Saints wide receivers. And with the Patriots wide receivers and with Zach Moss, it's maybe like marginally more possible to get in, you know, the, the gig expensive hurts and AJ Brown stuff. I, that'll be something I'll be, I'll be looking in pretty closely to see what happens with specifically like how plus EV Jalen Hurts stuff is in, in the Sim stuff on Sunday morning. But that is my, my current read right now is that that is what I want to do on all my teams is just Jalen Hurts at 5%, 6%, 7%. Yeah. Like he's the man. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, especially with Josh Allen off the slate, he's really, really the only guy guy that has your ceiling right now. Uh, yeah, to me, it's. I mean, you have maybe maybe you don't even get don't even get to Brett, but you can at least get to like Hertz, Smith, McCaffrey with Moss, and you know a cheap Saint or something like that. Like that's very gettable. So I'm I'm gonna play tons and tons and tons and tons of Eagle stacks. Yes, yeah, hundred percent agree. All right, final game. Pretty interesting. The Cleveland Browns at the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, nut terrible matchup for Kyron Williams. Did get jacked up in price after completely giga smashing last week. Uh, I I think Kyron is probably the third best running back play of the week for me after Moss and Achan. Uh, other people will disagree with the Achan part. They'll say he's the second best running back play of the week. I I Cup Puka Kyron. All jams to me might 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 play a minimum one ram in every lineup. Honestly, I think they're all just such good plays. Um, man, I'm struggling with the Puka and Puka and Cobbness defensive matchup, but um, I guess maybe I'm just a square and I got a and I got a cedar. I'm definitely in on Kyron. Uh, I'll go I'll go fourth best play best play. I'm pretty lucky. The only guy that I would say is I think, I think Christian McCaffrey is the best running back play on the slate on the slate, but. Uh, I would go with. Wow, how brave! How brave of you! How brave of you! I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is very brave of me to want to play to play Christian McCaffrey in a a marquee game where the 49ers um um probably winning this game more than any game that they've played the entire year. Um, and we'll, um, and we'll probably feed absolute shit out of McCaffrey in a week that we also have a bunch of spend down options options. Um, we'll definitely be playing Kyron and I don't even see a ton of ownership on him. Maybe on him, maybe that changes, but, um, yeah, definitely into him. And, and, um, I mean, if Flacco, Flacco is the starting quarterback, I'm not saying you can play Flacco, but it, but it, it makes all the Browns weapons like wins, like way more playable DTR because you're not going to get, because you're not going to get fumbles, drop back and pass if they're behind. Um, so, you know, he has familiarity with familiarity with Elijah Moore. I think that's really interesting at $3,500. Um, and then in Joku it's just had like a, had like a, absolute role um the last like two months really and he's like very like very in play every single week yeah i got i got no issue with that i i guess um where i would land is that the cup and puka stuff is the target tree is so narrow there 
And Stafford is actually like playing pretty well. I mean, he threw four touchdowns last week. They, the dudes just ran bad. I mean, Cooper cup is $7,100 on, uh, on FanDuel this week, which is just like hilarious. He's less expensive than Pukunakua, which is like, you tell yourself that at the beginning of the year, you're just like, I don't know, something crazy. Is it, so so, so you, are you sure that it's over for Cooper cup? Uh, I mean, look, you know, the, the mitochondrial, uh, fucking neuropathy or something. I mean, that was the, that was the rumor. The rumor was that it is like legitimately Jover for him. And that this is this health thing. And he's not going to come back. What from was it. the, I, uh, uh, what was the rotopath cliff? Yes, the target clip. I mean, I think I think probably he's just like a 31-year-old dude who's banged up and just doesn't have enough time in season to get healthy and he'll probably be better next year. You know, I mean that would be that would be my guess. I I again, I know this information against my will cuz Daigle wrote it in his waiver wire column this week, but the I think the Browns have four of their defensive starters either out or questionable this week. So you know, a little bit of a little bit of uh, maybe the Browns defense is a little bit more vulnerable, but it's just like, I, I think if Kyron ends up getting sort of pumped in ownership, then Puka and, and cup become, you know, they become like marginally more interesting or, or whatever. But I, I, I do think they're both really good plays. Um. Okay. I'm, 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 you're, you're, t- you've talked about enough that I will, I will, I will consume them in. I think I'm scarred because I have to have them both together on, on a FFP that I had to like sweat into the, the playoffs and watch them score like 30. Oh, yeah. Well, I got a bunch. I, I have, I have Cup and Nakua on some FFPC teams that just didn't make it that are just, that are just, you know, that are, that are eliminated. So I, I get it. I, I squeaked out a four a four seed. I'm starting I'm starting them both this week this week. It's and Chris Godwin. I, I also have to start on that team. I, I can't wait for just for just straight stat lines of four catches for 23 yards. But uh, all right, all right. I'm in. I'm in on these Rams. All right, there we go. Um, okay, flag plants for me. Devin Achan. And you know what? You, you only live. You only live one time. Lynn Bowden Jr. at minimum salary. If, if in fact, Alave and Shahid do not play and the Saints don't, you know, again, they, I mean, you know, Devery Henderson could end up suiting up for this team on Sunday. I'm not putting anything <laughs> past them, but Lynn Bowden playing starting snaps in an NFL game, that dude is scoring a touchdown. It's happening. Um, so I, I got A-Chan and Lynn Bowden as my flag plants this week. I need them to run the double wildcat with Taysom Hill and Lynn Bowden. Can you imagine? They both both line up one foot um, diagonal from the center. We don't know which one's going to get snapped snap to at any given time. It would be it would be electric. It would be more fun to watch the Derek Carr. Car. Uh, my 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 flight plan is Devin Achan as well this week. But I will I will the other thing that we both agree we both agree on, which is I will say specifically Devonta Devonta Smith, a little cheaper, a little easier to play with Christian McCaffrey. Um, and we've now seen two now seen two basically uh, as soon as Dallas Dallas Goddard's out of the way, Devonta Smith just goes ham and immediately starts earning over a twenty five percent target target share. So he's my favorite favorite lock iterations of that game but, but i will play seven iterations of that game especially in the theme especially in the philly side goofy flag plant this week will be will be Brenton, who i cannot wait to not wait to play in a legitimate dfs lifes lineup I, i've been dreaming of this ever since the debbie days at miami um 
yeah. almost every route after Dalton Schultz out. Who knows if that translates to this week? To this week, but if you give any five percent route rate opportunity, twenty five hundred dollars in CJ Stroud's offense. His offense ride. Can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, I I will a hundred percent join you on the Brevin Jordan train. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week, uh, hopefully with oodles full of uh, Devin A. Chan, Brevin Jordan, uh, and Lynn Bowden Jr. Touchdowns. Good luck this week, guys. All right. There we go. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.